Welcome to the Miles Bar Podcast. I'm your host, Guggen. It's a solo pod. We talked about this uh, a few episodes ago where, you know, if we ever watch a movie where, you know, that I've seen, that Jess hasn't seen, you know, we would just pop on, do a quick movie review or discussion, you know, even if it's a solo pod. So the guy that usually keeps me focused and keeps the conversation on track is not here for this episode. So, might go off the rails a little bit, but, you know, we'll try to keep it online. This is our Godzilla versus Kong discussion. Man, I saw this last night. It was the first movie I saw back in a movie theater since the beginning of COVID. So, it's been about a year. I honestly don't even remember the last movie that I saw before this one. Because I used to go to the movies so often, man. Like, I think I would go to the movies at least, like, once a week. And, you know, any it ranged from anywhere from watching the big blockbusters to little indie movies. I usually go with my brother-in-law. If it's like this big blockbuster movie, I'll take my girl to the movies. You know, she's well vetted. She enjoys the MCU. And a lot of times I'll just go by myself, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of movies. And, you know, when, when the theaters got shut down and remained shut down, over time, over the past few months, we got some of the things back. We're starting to get more things back now, but the theaters was one thing that remained closed. And, you know, it, it it's watching movies at home just isn't the same. Um, I think the biggest thing about you're in a movie theater for me is it's an escape. I'm, I'm there for two, two and a half hours. It's an escape. You know, you, you have that common courtesy when you're at a movie theater so you don't pull out your phone. And I think that really is the biggest thing for me, man. If I'm at home, I'm watching a movie, or I'm watching a TV show, my phone's right there right next to me. And I don't have to worry about not being on my phone because there's nobody else around. And as soon as I pick up that phone and open up my social media, it's done. My attention's gone. Whatever I was watching, you know, I'm not giving it that attention that it deserves and then I lose interest. When I'm in a movie theater, my phone's away. It's vibrating, it's getting messages, not even thinking about checking it. It's just focused in on that movie. And, you know, and that's that's the thing that I miss the most, man. You know, there's, you going in there, it's like a two, three hour release. I mean, not, not a release, but a distraction. Um, you know, you, you, you just focus on that, whatever world it is, whatever movie you're watching. And, you know, just kind of drift away and then, you know, get entertained. And I think the movie to come back to movie theaters being open again godzilla versus kong is kind of the perfect movie for that you got to watch this on the biggest screen possible it's got crazy sound you know so it's just a very cinematic movie it's a big blockbuster popcorn movie is is what i should say and speaking of popcorn man i had this whole thing in my mind i was like i'm gonna be there back in the movies again i'm gonna watch this big fucking blockbuster movie i'm gonna have a big bucket of popcorn and a big soda and i'm late pretty much everywhere i go and movies is you know i think movie it really does stem from movies like why i think i could be late like this our movie started i think like 7 15 i walked in around 7 35 and the trailers are still rolling so like cool i didn't miss anything and i i kind of keep that energy in other aspects of life too, like, oh, be here at 7.30. And I'm like, yeah, I'll show up there at 7.45. It's cool, I admit, it's not always the same though. But 
nonetheless, I walk in a little late. I'm, I'm you know, I'm tripping out that the that I'm gonna miss the opening or whatever. And then uh, like my brother in law's already in there. He already got his seat and everything like that. And I'm all, all right. I'm gonna get some popcorn. And the line for concessions was so fucking long. I was I was kind of bummed out, but I was like, God damn. But I was also happy to see a movie theater having a lot of people in there again, man. Because you know they were they were they were they were struggling there for a bit. So, and I'm glad that you know it. People aren't really shied away, shying away. I don't know about uh, other parts of the U.S. and other parts of the world, but um, here in California, like we just opened up like movie theaters a week ago, I think. And um, so how safe did it feel? I think the movie theater was at 25% capacity. So not nearly full. We were all spaced out. And then, um, you know, people eating and stuff. I think it's kind of the same things apply as indoor dining at this point. But um, I wasn't really tripping out. It just felt kind of crazy to be sitting in a movie theater again and having people around. But um, man, I missed it. And then, you know, we we watched, uh, there was the trailers that were going on. And I'm just like, I just want to watch all of these movies now. And I think I am, you know, uh, not all of them. There was a romantic comedy trailer that aired, which did look interesting. It's about some dude that's like a big movie star. And then he meets this uh, American chick on, on, on a flight. And it looked interesting, but I don't think I'll go to the movie theaters to watch that. But uh, um, I saw a new up, a new trailer for The Suicide Squad that aired. And um, I'm going to kind of not talk about that yet because, uh, you know, me and Jess, we're going to be recording that uh, Winter Soldier Falcon and Winter Soldier episode three later on today, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna kind of talk about Suicide Squad, the newest trailer on there. And man, the more that I'm seeing from that movie, the more I'm getting excited. And um, so let's jump into it. Godzilla versus Kong. This is kind of a sequel to Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and Kong Skull Island. Was Rebecca Hall in Kong Skull Island? Because I remember Brie Larson in there, but oh well. Um, so the way that they did this, you know, the biggest question I think everybody had coming into it is fucking Godzilla is huge. How the fuck is Kong? Because Kong, we've seen him in the past. He's like swinging off the fucking Empire State Building. So he's big, but he's not Godzilla big. So what? how, how do we even get them to the correct, you know, size where it's competitive? And um, their workaround for that was that he is in a containment. Kong is in a containment. We're going to talk spoilers on here. I should probably give that warning right up top. But um, how they get around that is um, he's in like a containment facility where it's like digitally around him. They have it where like the island is like nice and stuff. And they mention in there, you know, a lot of stuff that they that they, that they get through in this movie is like hey, they'll just mention things like hey blah 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 and um so there's a uh, rebecca hall's character who's like the kong whisperer and there's this uh little native skull island girl that kong um has bonded with as well and she's deaf and um so you know he he's in this fake encampment thing which is on the real skull island but um and you know the music in this movie, the soundtrack I really liked, like how it kicks off with um, he's just chilling, going through a waterfall and he picks up a tree and you're like, what's he going to do with that tree? He strips it down and launches it like a javelin and boom, that's when we realize like, oh, he's in a containment 
facility. But um, so they mentioned that like, oh, I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to contain him. He's continued to grow. He's getting too big. So boom, there you go. And then, you know, you wonder like, um, how are they going to introduce the whole Godzilla thing into this? And, you know, we're in this world and they just, again, Rebecca Hall and this other character are having a conversation at the beginning of the movie and they address it right away where um, she's like, if we take him out of here, Godzilla is going to come for him. They set that up right away. She said, Godzilla's going to sense him. You know, there are two titans from blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of exposition exp- explaining like that, that they have an old rivalry and stuff like that. And um, um, so the thing is, Godzilla is the apex predator on Earth. And if he senses anybody trying to come for that title, he's going to go take them out. And, you know, we get a little montage of that as a opening credits roll of... um kind of like a bracket where it shows all the other titans that Godzilla just defeated, just defeated everybody. It's a bad motherfucker, man. Godzilla is a bad motherfucker. And you get that sense anytime he's on screen. And they show some of the titans that Kong has defeated to him, like a bracketology thing in a tournament. You know, at the end of it, they're right there face to face. And um, so the premise of the story is... Godzilla attacks a Apex, I think that's the name of the company that's in here. They're like the big uh, big company. And he attacks an Apex Center unprovoked. And then everybody's just like, what's going on? He's supposed to be peaceful. He's supposed to be looking after us. And, you know, he, he, he just wrecks this place. And um, so... Then what happens is they're like, oh, we have a mission for Alexander Skarsgård's character. And um, they're like, you know, your brother tried to go into Hollow Earth, but he failed. But we have these new anti-gravity spaceships where you could get into Hollow Earth and, you know, you'll be fine. This movie captured 2021's, like, essence of podcasts and conspiracy theories and all that stuff so it was it was I, I think it was pretty well done how they captured all that do i think some of the do i think all of the characters were necessary in this no um like these big monster movies always have and i think they always will continue to do is when you have a king kong movie or a godzilla movie they're gonna have humans in there just because cgi for fucking godzilla and king kong on screen time is a lot and they can't, they're not going to do a full, like, two and a half hour movie where it's just them. So they have these human characters in it to, you know, to have other, you know, set up other stories and stuff like that. And, you know, sometimes the characters are compelling and sometimes they're not in movies in the past. And I think this one, it was a little bit of both. There were some characters I, I in here that made sense. They had a purpose. They were doing their thing. And I would say that goes for Rebecca Hall's character. That goes for Alexander Skarsgård's character. And that goes for the little um, Skull Island girl that they have with them. What they're trying to do is Skarsgård, he's, he's uh, leading the mission to go into Hollow Earth. And they're going to take Kong with them because he could guide them there or whatever. And, um, and Rebecca Hall, you know, they're keeping Kong calm throughout this and he, Kong's bonded with the little girl. So she's actually, she's fucking taught him sign language. So they're talking him and the little girl, they've been talking. She knows what's going on with them. And it's funny how they kind of explain it. Cause Rebecca Hall says like, you know, like 
the girl was here um on you know skull island and then like all the people got wiped out and she was the last one left and you know that day i was like i'm gonna protect her and then she said i think kong did the same thing so they like have an adopted daughter together kind of kong and uh, rebecca hall's character but um so they have a purpose they're like okay we're going to hollow earth to do this we're coming along the little girl is coming along on this extremely dangerous mission because she's the only one that like kong trusts really and she could keep him calm um millie bobby brown's character julian uh Dension, son denison i'd probably not how you pronounce his name and then my guy uh paper boy from atlanta brian tyree henry uh he plays bernie julian plays josh and millie bobby plays madison so um they're 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 doing their own side thing um so millie bobby brown was in godzilla king of the monsters so was kyle uh chandler who plays mark russell her dad so i guess you know they were going to put them into this movie and millie bobby brown is one of the biggest uh actors uh right now you know um so she she, she's got star power so they were going to put her in the movie but their characters when they were on screen they were trying to be like the comic relief and uh, not necessarily you know they were doing their own thing aside from the main story of the people that are with kong uh they're doing like a mission directed thing that they're doing these guys are just kind of so brian bernie is um like a conspiracy theorist podcaster he's trying to expose what's going on at the company that he works as like as a maintenance guy so he's got this podcast that millie bobby brown really listens to and stuff and she's really bought into it as well and you know for her her biggest thing is like no there's a reason godzilla probably attacked that like he's he's peaceful he's cool with humans like he wouldn't just go there unprovoked and do that and um her dad kyle chandler who i guess is a part of some agency that kind of works with godzilla or does he work for apex i don't know it's not very it's not very clear i don't know what exactly he's doing it wasn't very interesting um he he did good i he he was really good in godzilla king of the monsters so you know i guess they had to put him in here as well but he's not really doing anything in the movie and then her and you know her friend josh and bernie aren't really doing much either they're kind of just going through it and like like explaining like oh, oh okay so this is what's happening this is what's happening so i'm gonna jump around all over the place so they end up in hong kong they're trying to break into the facility they break into the facility they make it look very easy their security cameras aren't picking up on them um they're kind of just sneaking around, going wherever the fuck they want. And what they find out is uh, Walter, the character Walter, um, he's the guy that owns like Apex and stuff like that. And um, he's the one who tells Alexander Skarsgård like, hey, Godzilla's going crazy. We have a weapon where we could, you know, where humanity can be like, you know, match him and beat him, you know, like, um, so, but what we need is this substance from um hollow earth so that's why they go and um what millie bobby brown's character and the, the her little group of friends what they find out is uh 
Walter, he's actually he's the big owner of the the company, and what they're actually working on, that they're trying to power up, is Mecha Godzilla, which is a robotic metal Godzilla, and he does a whole little thing of explaining, you know, after they get caught and stuff, and he explains like, what I'm trying to do is have humanity be the apex again, you know, against Godzilla, and she's like, you're such a terrible person, and it's like. Is he, though? Like, if you live in a world where they have big-ass monsters, you have a giant monkey, you have a big-ass fucking dinosaur that goes around the earth, swimming through the oceans, doing whatever the fuck he wants. They say he's peaceful, but he could fuck shit up if he wants, which we see. A lot of shit gets fucked up in this movie. And, um, so we're essentially not the top of the food chain in this world. Like, humanity now, the world that we live in, we're on top. We just don't get along with each other, but we're on top. No animals are gonna, like, do an uprising and surpass us. Does not seem like it. Um, this isn't Planet of the Apes. But, um, so in their reality... They have a big-ass lizard, big-ass dinosaur, who's the top of the food chain, who could do whatever the fuck he wants. Yes, when the bad monsters come, he could go out there and fuck them up for us, but a lot of destruction and havoc is caused. So, he's trying to make a big robotic Godzilla, so so we could do essentially whatever we want. I think it's not the worst thing to do, you know? So what's happening in this movie is whenever they power up the Mecha Godzilla, Godzilla senses it, goes over there, fucks him up, fucks up the whole facility because Godzilla's like, I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm him. I'm the guy. You know, like nobody's going to fucking overcome me. And um, it's a really egotistical Godzilla, you know, he's like, I'm remaining on top. Nobody's fucking with me. We see that throughout this movie. And um, so... Jumping back and forth. So that's essentially what's happening in the movie. And um, do we get, like, the fight scenes? So, you know, that's the big question. How's the action? How is the fights? The fights are the best part, I would say. The, they, the, it's good, clean CGI. It's not like the old school Transformers ones where it's like shaky cam. You don't know what's happening. These guys are going after it. And then the way that they set up the fights, like the first fucking fight that they have when they're on the they're on the sea, uh, they're sailing to Antarctica, Kong's on the ship, and then Godzilla fucking comes for them. They see Godzilla coming, Kong is chained up, and then Godzilla just comes, fucks up their ships, flips their ships over, this fool's chained up, he's underwater, Alexander Skarsgård goes through, unchains them, he breaks free, he hits Godzilla with a one-two kick and then, like, f- comes up to the surface. And that was a badass fight sequence, man. And you have Godzilla in his fucking element. They're in the water. So they they go after it, man. And then um, what they say is that he's going to, Godzilla's going to keep coming for him until Kong kind of submits. And that's ultimately what they do. Godzilla fucking drowns him at one point and then, uh, you know, Kong gets an assist from the humans with like a bomb or something. And then, you know, Kong comes out 
and Godzilla's coming after him again and then you know they're like let's shut everything down so it pretends like you know we've submitted and but that was that was round one Godzilla got him and um and you know the whole hollow earth stuff I thought was cool it was interesting you know they get down there and then um like Thor, Kong gets his axe, and then Godzilla just fucking senses it or something, and he's standing in Hong Kong chilling. Hong Kong, beautiful city. They have that neon around all the. Is that is that what really Hong Kong really looks like, with a with the neon around all the skyscrapers? Like, I live in the Bay Area. I think in SF we have one or two skyscrapers that has has that up, um, neon thing around it. But God, Hong Kong looks beautiful, or at least it did before like the fucking climax of this movie because that big fight at the end man they (laughs) they fucking tore that shit down which as you would expect it's i I don't get it man like i think this really started with the whole man of steel thing where they're destroying all these buildings and stuff when two gods are fighting and then i think people complained about is too much destruction and then now in these movies they have to kind of say that like oh we've evacuated everybody you're not evacuating a whole fucking city like hong kong like in a matter of fucking minutes and during the fights they show people running around so you could just assume there's people being murdered left and right as they're, these monsters are throwing themselves through these fucking big ass skyscrapers and um you know the question is is it gonna are they gonna show who the true winner is here or is it just gonna be like um like oh it's kind of a tie there's a true winner um i i was rooting for king kong i don't know why uh but um it's funny because in the beginning of the movie when rebecca hall and the other character are talking and then she's like if he goes outside, Godzilla's gonna come for him. The other guy just goes, ah, you don't think the king could handle himself, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Godzilla fucks him up. Godzilla fucks him up. After Kong gets the axe, he's a, he's got a better shot. He's got a better, you know, there's a bigger, there, he's got a better, he, that, that was the big equalizer, as some would say. That made the fight a lot closer. He's got this super fucking axe that he gets from Hollow Earth. And, um, you know, he gets his in, but at towards the end where Godzilla... Godzilla's not trying to kill him. Godzilla's like, bro, I'm the alpha. Just remember that. Godzilla fucks him up, scratches him up, and is standing on top of him. Both feet planted on his chest. Like, submit, motherfucker. And then Kong's just like, oh, all right, you got me, you got me. So we do get a true winner, and you know, in in in, in true big movie popcorn movie fashion, um, then we get the Mecha Godzilla. Who, after they did get the power source from Hollow Earth, um, you know, there was an engineer and the big guy, um, you know, Walter, who's running Apex or whatever the fuck it is. Um, the whole setup with Mecha Godzilla is that this engineer guy, kaiju style, is going to try to control it. He's got this big fucking gaming fucking computer um, and his like headset. And he goes into a trance as he, they're using like the skull of another monster. 
that's the type of stuff that I didn't dig too much. Like, why did you have to make it look so cartoony? There's neon everywhere. It's like, are we in Tron now? And um, going back to how the Millie Bobby Brown and characters and stuff that I thought didn't mean anything. So their their big thing was they're getting to they're they they're the ones who kind of find out about Mecha Godzilla, and that's how Mecha Godzilla gets introduced to us, the audience. And they have explanations of, you know, what they're trying to do. And again, I don't think the guy's coming from a bad point. I don't think that truly makes him an evil person. That he's trying to make a big weapon that goes against Godzilla. Um, and um, so, Mecha Godzilla, the power source that they get from Hollow Earth is too powerful. Kills the engineer, electrocutes him, whatever. And Mechagodzilla has a mind of its own. It's thinking on its own. Kills Walter right away. And um, so Mechagodzilla goes out there and fucks up Godzilla. Fucks him up. He's fucking him up. He has some cool moves, you know. He's actually, you know, that dude built a good weapon. Because that thing fucks up Godzilla. And then what uh, Millie Bobby Brown and their characters are trying to do is they're trying to break the password to get into Mechagodzilla to shut him down. And um, Bernie's character carries around a half flask that his dead wife or somebody gave him. And um, he's about to drink it, and Josh grabs it and spills it on the car- on the computer. And it, like, short circuits. And then, so that bides them, like, half a second, because uh, Mechagodzilla had a Godzilla kind of dead to rights, and he kind of glitches out for, like, half a second. And in that time... You know, they do CPR on Kong with uh, with one of the ships and, uh, you know, gets his heart rhythm back up. And um, then the, the, the little Skull Island girl tells him, like, hey, Kong isn't your enemy, you know, help him. Or no, Godzilla's not your enemy, Kong, you know. And then, um, boom, we get that the ultimate handicap match. We get that two on one. We get the we get Godzilla and Kong versus Mecha Godzilla, and you know Mecha Godzilla still puts up a good fight, man. Until fucking, um, you know Kong. So Kong got pinned by Godzilla, but that's why you know to keep keep him, you know, show him as still being powerful, or you know, as in wrestling terms, like still keeping him good is um. What they do in the and the and the handicap match, Kong is the one that gets to finish off Mecha Godzilla, and um, they do that by um, Godzilla supercharging the little axe, uh, the big ass axe, I should say, supercharging the big ass axe, and um, and boom, Kong just slices and dices up Mecha Godzilla, rips his head off, which is a dope ass moment. Man. He rips his head off, starts pounding his chest, like ah, gets you kind of pumped up, and um. And, you know, and then, then that's how it is at the end. Um, so Godzilla got whooped by Mecha and Kong kind of helped, you know, saved him. And um, at the end, Kong is just chilling, holding that axe. And Godzilla's like, you better put that shit down, boy. I'll come after you again. And then he, like, puts down the axe. And Godzilla's like, all right, we cool. We cool. You all right. And then um, heads his big ass back in the ocean. He's got the biggest thighs. Can they do something about his thighs? But I guess that's the, that's the the OG look, and you know the both of them looked cool, and um, I thought the CGI was great. They fuck up Hong Kong, man. They they what by the time everything's said and done, it's like leveled. 
hashtag stop Asian hate, you know, but, um, so overall thoughts of the movie, man, I I think I could have watched anything and I would have been just happy that I was in a movie theater again, but, um, the movie was good. It was entertaining. I did. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, it's exactly what I wanted when I, when they really, when they told us that they were going to make a Godzilla versus Kong, I think it does not disappoint. The action's great. The CGI is good. The story, you know, makes sense. Um, the characters, some of them are good. Some of them kind of not necessary, it seems like, you know, but they put them in there. But, um, um, man, Eliza Gonzalez, a smoke show. Um, but, um, you know, it was, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, it has a good soundtrack. I don't know if they're going to be making a sequel or anything like that at this point. You know, who knows? But um, if they do keep building this universe, you know, I don't know where they kind of go from here. But uh, it ends with uh, Kong is in, you know, Middle Earth or Hollow Earth. Like, that's where he is now. He's chilling. You know, he's, he's, he's like, kind of running it down there. And then uh, Godzilla just out doing his own thing. Just being... Being that top of the fucking food chain, doing whatever the fuck he wants. Now that they humanity did such a good job by fucking destroying the weapon that we had against him, but hey, that's neither here nor there. Um, so it's my closing thoughts on uh, Godzilla versus Kong, and um, you know I would say definitely go check it out, man. Be safe, be safe in whatever you do and however you do. Be responsible out there. Um, you know, if they want us wearing masks and stuff in the movie theater, do respect that. Um, I don't know, I, I guess like it's similar to indoor dining where you could take your mask off when you're eating and then, you know, once you're done eating, put it back on or, you know, whatever the, however the fucking rules or however COVID fucking behaves in your area. But, um, um, thank you for listening guys. Uh, you know, uh, me and Jess are going to be making a pod here soon. Uh, you know, our usual uh, pod about Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Jesus Christ! Hopefully, I'll get it right one day. But um, we we definitely appreciate the listens, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, follow us on Twitter, Miles Apart Pod. Let us know that you're you're listening. You know, get let let us know what your thoughts um on this uh on if you go watch Godzilla and Kong, like what your thoughts are on it and um what you think about Falcon and Winter Soldier so far. And if anything else, you know, we're going to be making plenty more episodes here in the near future. Like I mentioned, man, I'm just happy the movie theaters are open. I'm going to go out there, watch as many movies as I can, and, you know, probably talk about them on here. So um, you could find our podcast wherever podcasts are, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Uh, just sub- sub- subscribe and rate and review if you do enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, this is Gug and Sam. Bye-bye.